0: everybody welcome and thank you for listening to this episode of marriage therapy radio my name is zach brittle i'm here with laura heck okay about 10 minutes ago the ncaa basketball tournament ended and the yukon huskies won the national championship which means my wife my adorable wife who doesn't know anything at all about sports won the marriage therapy radio bracket challenge so somebody's getting some crumble cookies it's probably me thank you to all of you guys who played you know i can't i i can't explain it i don't know i don't know there's a life lesson in here somewhere about sticking to your beliefs or just betting on the underdogs or if you are from connecticut you bet on connecticut and that's where my wife's from and she's the winner and i have to congratulate her and again thank you for playing this is one of those episodes i made just for my clients sometimes i i have these little lectures that i give uh, in my office and sometimes my clients are like hey Is that written down somewhere? Can you send us an email about that? And this is that email. Um, This is an episode about five different kinds of conversations that you can have on purpose. We go through four of them very quickly and then detail one in particular. Uh, And again, clients who do this, they always report back that this is very helpful. And so I hope it'll be helpful to you. And um, if you are a client that is listening to the podcast for the first time because I told you to, you're welcome. Also, thank you. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around.
1: It's finally sunny out. Um, but it is not going to last. Bend, Oregon is having a full on crisis. Mm -hmm. It is when this episode comes out, well, it's going to be April, like tomorrow or in two days and we're about to get another snowstorm. It has been the weirdest (laughs) (laughs) winter. And I can tell you, I put on, um, what do you call it? The, where you tan your skin, the, the cream. I don't
0: know what you call that.
1: Yes, you do. You live in the world. Uh, (laughs) I don't live in that world. (laughs) It's the fake, the fake color for my skin. That nope. was everybody left today for spring break. My son is in spring break this week and everybody left and I'm alone with my child in Bend, Oregon with snow on the ground. And <clears throat> it's not even the fun snow. You can't take an eight year old that yeah. weighs 52 pounds up to the mountain to snow and or ski and powder because he just sinks like he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so wait, I'm
0: grumpy. So I should make this sound. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah. yeah. Yeah. You should. Yes. i tell you what, man, I, I, I get you though. It's, it's, this is a weird thing. I've had a pretty rough week and I feel like I say that all the time, <laughs> but then I think about, I just try to describe it to somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that bad.
1: No. I'm like. like mm. what? I mean, no. I know that the, the whole like mm, the first one problems, right? Yeah. My skin is yeah. pasty and the sun's it's not true, out, though. so I have to put on cream to make it look like it's tan. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry about hey, that let's yeah. give it a little update, a training update. Sure. Because you're training. Hey, how's training? your training going? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> training. I am entering into next week will be peak week, which. All right. Uh, that sounds cool. I don't really understand. I, I mean, I'm assuming I'm supposed to be peaking. And then at some point I'll be tapering. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. how that goes, but I am crushing it. I'm, I'm just like. Oh, that's so cool. It's interesting because you kind of have to keep your three domains. I only have one child, but I imagine this is what it's like to have three children is like Mm -hmm. you kind of have to be parenting all three of them equally. Mm -hmm. Well, you kind of have to parent three of your disciplines equally. So I'm crushing the runs. I'm running like a half marathon every weekend, which is really awesome. Mm -hmm. And FYI, I'm not running a full marathon. It's just that I have to be really confident in my run because it's the last discipline. So psychologically, I'm excited for that. Uh, the biking is going awesome. I got my trainer all set up. I've been biking like a, I don't know, an hour to two hours, probably four times a week, which is great and getting good at that. Swimming is okay. Uh, I'm really going to rely on my swimsuit. My, like my, for the buoyancy, my, um, my wetsuit provides buoyancy. I will pull my way through the water, but I'm hoping that the wetsuit just keeps me buoyant. Otherwise I'm going to, I will die. Yeah. 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 Oh, it will. So I'm a month out. I have, that's exciting. No, I'm, excuse me, I have eight weeks, eight weeks until I have to perform. I love it. Yeah.
0: I love it. And where is the actual race race?
1: Victoria, British Columbia.
0: Oh, cool. So you're yeah. going to like come through here and say hi and on your way?
1: No. Um, I'll honk the horn of the sprinter van and I'll put on a I five of,
0: at exit one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'll see you the week before. Cause we're going to be teaching together.
0: I know. We're about to go on a world tour. Maybe. <laughs> so <excited>. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Who knows what's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Where are we going the week before?
1: Uh, joint Base Lewis-McChord.
0: Oh, yeah. That's here. So you'll mm-hmm. be here. And then before be here, that, right? we're
1: going to go to Space Force.
0: Yeah, we're going to Space Force in Colorado. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm really excited, you guys, because um, you don't know this about my friend, but Zach Brittle, he doesn't Me? live in the world. Oh. Uh, yeah. Of yeah. Um, suntan skin. You know, like the cream. Yeah. What is that I'm trying to say? Self tanner. No, I literally don't. No yeah. yeah. You don't live in the world of self tanner and uh, you also don't really care about your uh, attire. And I told you that what are you, you talk about Well, I like this that you're wearing right now. Yes. Yeah, That's cool.
2: But he's been sending me pictures. Yeah.
1: You've been sending me pictures of like a blazer Mm -hmm. and your chinos and like Mm -hmm. you are you're gonna be on point because I did say you have to be able to match what I'm wearing. And I am wearing a suit. So get yourself pulled together.
0: We might need to send him more pictures. Although I found a store that is like my store. It's like my store. It's like my new store. I'm buying. I bought like I think I think I bought talk about first world problems. I think (laughs) I bought like $2,000 $2,000 worth of clothes in the last couple of weeks Good and I'm going to return $1,750. I was just <laughs>
1: going to say, I was like, I hope it's a big number. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the store called?
0: I'm not saying, I don't want anybody else to know about it until Come they pay on. us money to advertise.
1: This <laughs> episode has been brought to you by.
0: It's called Fairty F A H oh. E R T Y.
1: Okay. So you literally only bought like three things. That's why, cause Fairty <laughs> is expensive, expensive,
0: but it's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. So, yeah. um, and wow. Rebecca is like, man, but here's the thing. I have this weird size. I'm like between sizes. Mm-hmm. And so, so whatever they do, whatever mold they created is like the, the in-between size. That I did. Yeah. it yeah. like fits me. And I'm like, I'm wearing clothes that fit. This is amazing. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> that's crazy.
2: That's great. So, Cause okay. mine are
0: either like squeezing me out or just draping off of me. Yeah. So anyway, I like that store. But I'm excited for you and your race because you're going to, so you go. We go to JBLM and then you are, then it's the next weekend. I'll keep that in mind. I'll try to make it yeah. on my calendar.
1: Yeah. I have a couple of, uh, half that it. I have paid to yeah. run in and they're just training opportunities to be with like my team and all of mm-hmm. that. But you know what? I have never done a triathlon ever and um I may not ever get out on my bike if it continues to snow like this and so uh, it'll just be me training indoors and never actually swimming mm. in a lake uh just in a pool. So ooh, we'll see. Ooh. This is it's not it's not looking good.
0: Okay, but remember what I said like you have to know how to swim in a straight line in open water. Are you tell me you're practicing looking up.
1: I mean, <clears throat> sure.
0: Let's talk about that because it's it'll save you like minutes, many, many minutes.
1: I'll sight, I'll sight. I'll pull my head up out of the water. I'm going to have to probably flip over on my back like an otter anyway, just to breathe. So yeah, it might take me two hours to get out of the swim when it should take me 35 minutes, but who cares? I'm just a minute to win it.
0: Okay. Hey friends, I just wanted to remind you about our upcoming uh, seven principles workshops. We have two options. You can uh, do it on a weekend. We have one coming up in the spring, a couple more coming up between now and the end of the year. Um, Or Laura has her weekly uh, workshop series that's going to go on. I think they're on Wednesday nights. We got some really great feedback from the folks that uh, hung out with us last month. And I'll just let you hear from them directly because while it was cool for me to hear from them about their experience, I think you would enjoy it too.
2: My husband and I took Zach and Laura's seven principles course a few weekends ago. And I just want to say that in those nine hours, I was blown away by their authenticity and sharing, um, and also the way that they highlighted so many things uh, that are important and that we're continuing to work on. I mean, one of the key lessons was telling your partner what you need, and we did a short exercise that really showed that incredibly well. Um, they also taught us that people's love maps change over time, you know? You get married and you think this person is this way, and then 20 years later, you, you haven't taken the time to get to know them, so that was really impactful. Um, and I think the some of the a surprise was just the way that they Zach and Laura opened up to us, you know, so we really felt like we were in the room with them, even though it was over Zoom. So thank you for an amazing course. I would highly recommend it to anybody. Um, We live in Philadelphia, but couples came from all over and it was a lot of fun to, to meet them too. So definitely recommend taking this course. So again, it doesn't
0: matter if you've been married for 30 years or engaged, the principles that you learn in the workshop will strengthen every relationship. Sign up for an upcoming workshop at marriage therapy radio.com. Again, you can do a weekend intensive with Laura and I, or you can join Laura's weekly group that starts in April. And then that will run throughout the rest of the, the year as well. Okay. Back to our very cool conversation.
1: Do we have anything important to talk about?
0: A little bit. Um, I've been, uh, I've been thinking about uh, something specific. I did the ASL again this weekend. Like, um, the art and science of love. So I was observing yeah. and that always just occurs to me when I do that, like, Oh yeah, I need to think about this differently. But mm-hmm. simultaneously, remember when we interviewed Ryan Airy, who was like the professional nerd and he talked to us about WandaVision and the X-Men and all the other stuff.
1: Oh, um, I think I blacked out during that episode actually.
0: <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we, um, he, I, I like, I, you know, I'm watching all these star Wars TV shows right now and he comes on the internet and he tells you like, here's what you missed. And here's the secret clues. And here's the da, da, da. But he's actually really, really, really sharp. And he's telling me about things like that television series have things like bottle episodes or beach episodes. So like a beach episode in a standard series is when they kind of take the day off from going to the hospital. Like if you're watching Grey's Anatomy. Right. And this one doesn't take place in the hospital. It takes place when they're on vacation and they're not telling a major story. They're just sort of resetting and regrouping people like, and that's a trope in television. And then there's like a bottle episode, which is designed to kind of knock off a very specific um, sort of plot point and not necessarily connect to the whole thing because it's in a bottle. This episode is oh, a bottle. Oh, I get it.
1: I get it. Okay. Right? So it's you've got like a bottle other, episode,
0: beach episode, be a you've got a very special, very special episode of like, these are all tropes in, uh-huh. in television or in series. Okay. Right. So I'm okay. like today I want to do a bottle episode of marriage therapy radio because oh. I want to, I want to like self-contain a single thing from, from the ASL that we talk about a lot, but I want to, I don't know. I just kind of want to get it out also because it's one of those. I want to be like, listen to this episode, clients. This okay. is what I just told you. Mm-hmm. So
1: and just scroll through to nine minutes and you'll get yeah. to the good stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you just told them at nine minutes to scroll through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, I would yeah, tell them.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but I'm it's like that super. thing that we always talk about. Um, I want to talk about the five conversations you have on purpose. Okay. And I want to talk specifically about the last one.
1: Oh, um, good. I would love yeah. to talk about that one. Yeah. Okay. So
0: can I just give you a little mini lecture? Like I, like if you were just a client,
1: I'm going to just mute myself and kick back. I'm so glad I didn't (laughs) need that second cup of coffee today.
0: Go on. Well, no. Uh, So here's the deal when, um, and incidentally, uh, our workshop, the seven principles workshop that we are doing, you're doing weekly. And then, um, we have a couple more dates on the calendar. This is, there'll be a lot more information about what I'm about to say in those episodes. So if you're like, Hey, I really like what Zach had to say, let's do that. Um, or what Zach and Laura had to say for sure.
1: It was an interesting we, plug. So what you're saying well, is if this, what's your whistle, we will yeah, be teaching this in depth. You can go in depth and practice principles. and kind yeah. of
0: learn more about all this stuff. I like that. Okay. So here's the gig when, when you take the ASL um, or you take the seven principles um, you, we, we focus on the conversation skills, communication skills. Um, and I have a strong, strong bias that Communication goes awry. It gets problematic when we don't know what we're talking about or why we're talking about it. So people end up in a conversation and they, they, they think they're talking about save money and she's talking about her anxiety, but he's talking about how to get through the end of the month in the black. And those are two different conversations. Totally. Um, So that conversation is going to go poorly. Um, I've said a million times, for example, as well, I know how to guarantee that I can ruin a conversation with Rebecca. Right do you remember? I I wait till she gets in the shower. That's right. I go to the other room, Mm -hmm. I turn on the television, go to another room. Maybe I pour myself a stiff drink. And then I pull out the credit card bill and I go, Hey, I want to talk to you about some charges I see on here. Like that conversation is going badly. Yeah. Period.
1: Yeah.
0: If I said, Hey, after she gets out of the shower, go, Hey, can I get 10 minutes of your time later to talk about this? Some unusual charges that I don't know about. And I'm interested in, I'll even bring, we'll do it after the kids get to bed. I'll bring a bottle of wine. It'll take 10 minutes. Don't worry about it.
1: Hmm. You know,
0: that's going to go a lot better because we've set it up for success. We know why we're having it. We know what it's about. She's not going to get surprised. Oh, that's like not rocket science, right? Got it. Okay. Yep. So when we teach this and I teach it in my office, that there are generally five types of conversations that you have on purpose purpose. Four of them are in relationship to each other. They kind of go like this. Number one is what's called the stress-reducing conversation. Mm-hmm. The purpose of that conversation is to reduce stress. The rules of that conversation exist to help one another know, I got your back. I'm pro you. I'm on your side. I'm not trying to fix you or change you. I'm just here to handle you. That is a very specific type of conversation that when couples learn how to have it, they they give themselves permission not to direct or correct or have like competition about who's stress is worse. I mean, I had a worse day. I had a worse day. Well, I didn't get any sleep last night. Well, I didn't get any sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's going badly. So we, we, we create the rules to help them do that. That conversation comes before the next one you learn how to have, it's called aftermath of a fight. I love aftermath of a fight. It's a great tool. Um, It is designed to look at an event or an incident in the relationship. Um, Something that you can put on the calendar. This happened on a Tuesday night. This happened at the Christmas party. This happened when we went to, you know, the lake last summer. Um, And you process it in order to learn as much as you can and set yourself up for success in the future. It's designed to counteract the notion that I don't want to just rehash an argument. I don't want to rehash. I don't want to rehash. Of course you don't want to rehash. Specifically, if one of you is going to win or one of you is going to lose the rehash, you you want to learn something and put it to use. That's the second one you learn how to have. The third one you learn how to have is what we've called dreams within conflict. Dreams within conflict is not about an event. It's about an issue. The issue is something like you're an introvert. You're an extrovert. You're messy. You're neat. You're on time. You're late. You're from Maine. You're from Southern California. You like the Red Sox. You like the Cowboys. They don't even play the same sport. Like they, it's about this thing that's kind of inherent and ambient in the relationship. We're just trying to understand it. Those the, those are the first three. And then the last one, I don't love this one. Honestly, it's called the art of compromise. Mm. I think there are better ways than the ways that we teach it, but, but it's really about saying, okay, now we have to make a decision and decision-making, particularly when there's difference goes better when stress isn't high. I'm not thinking about the Christmas party and I understand your introversion. It's just a better process. So that's why mm. those four are all built on top of each other. Can you so group can them I together?
1: Something? I yeah, wanna, totally. <clears throat> I want to totally. make a case for the art of compromise. Okay. The reason why this is an effective tool is number one, it's a blueprint. So a lot of people, yeah. like when it comes to problem solving, like right now, Ryan and I, first world problems, trying to figure out how we are going to get to Europe. Like, what is this going to look like? Is he mm-hmm. going to fly out before us and then we're going to fly separately because he has to go to a wedding? Like, what is this going to look like? So we have all these different options, but the decision needs to be made. So <clears throat> the reason why I appreciate this. It gives a blueprint. It slows everything down. It says, Hey, here's what I want you to do. I want for both of you to get really clear on what's most important to each of you. And for me, like I'm, I'm just going to get it out there in like, I'm going to just say, Hey, here's what's most important to me. Finances. I yeah. do not want to spend a ton of money on this. We are like strapped for cash. We need to get out. We need to play. We need to have culture. All of that needs to occur, but money is what's most important to me. So, if you can please, 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 just honor the fact that I need this to be budgeted and I need it to be the you know the least amount of money as possible, then I will be willing to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate it that it gives you the format of saying start with what's most important. Promise to honor each other's most important things, and then you can move forward. That's why I appreciate this. Yeah,
0: No, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's an important skill to have. I don't love the way that it's set up and the way we teach it, which is yeah. its own thing, except for there's a series of questions that are involved in this that are all about getting to yes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because compromise sometimes looks like, well, what about, well, what about, well, I, I don't think, and I don't think and we're in opposition. So how do we get to yes together? I yeah. do like that piece of it. Yeah. But my point is those four are always like sort of bundled together. And then this the fifth one, the one that I want to spend the time on today. <laughs> um, it's called the state of the union conversation. And the thing that's important about this one is when I recommend this to couples and they do it, I almost always hear them come back and go, that was really helpful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That that's the most, that's the best thing you've ever told us, sack or that really was the, the, that really changed the way that we talked to each other. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to let the world know about that. Vis-a-vis the bottle episode of marriage therapy radio.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> Deep breath. Cause that was a lot. I just like, I just like talked straight for six minutes. Yeah. Um,
1: You're practicing for when we go on the road. I love oh, it. Oh, jeez.
0: State of the Union episode. Do you teach it? Like, when, how do you like? What do you do? Do you bring it to couples? Like, what's the deal?
1: I should. I should teach it more. I teach about ritual a lot, and that's mm-hmm. what this is. Is this mm-hmm. is creating a weekly ritual Ooh, for couples? Yeah, that's a
0: really, really good differentiation from the last four. The last right. four are like kind of uh, as needed. Sort of. I think
1: things. the stress reducing conversation is intended Correct. to be a ritual, yeah. like a nightly yeah. ritual. But Correct. the the State of the Union. I I should teach it more. Um, And I actually have couples create their own state of the union because Mm. I want them to have ownership over it. I Mm -hmm. give them the format of like, here are the things that if I was doing it with my partner, I would cover these topics. So... One way that I might say is like, what's most important for you to be keeping tabs on as a Mm -hmm. couple to be moving the needle to check in with with one another. Yeah. And you know, one partner might say, "I'm I really really need my partner to be checking in on me on just like me taking care of me
0: on my training. Like I need I need you to be interested in my training.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Or like, am I am I you know prioritizing myself and myself like did I get out with my girlfriends? Did I, you know, whatever that might be. Um, and then my partner might say, I need you to check in on me on how I'm doing with our physical life yeah. together, like our physical intimacy. And so I have couples sort of create this check-in on a weekly basis, but it's tailored to their specific needs. Yeah. And so uh, I call I do that
0: investment it. advice. Like, oh. well, in this way, if Laura said, if you said to me, your friend, Hey Zach, if you want to like build up the friendship points, it's going to be really important to me that you check in with me about my training,
2: mm-hmm. and then I'd
0: be like, "Huh?" Because I could be like, "Hey man, how's your how's your piano uh, lessons going?" And you'd be like, "Wah wah wah." Zach never asked me about my training, but if I'm like, "Hey, I remembered," and by the way, um, "How's your training going?" Tell me, you know, you did. It. Then yeah. I get the I, that's good investment advice for me. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I love that. I love thinking about it as a ritual, and I always mm-hmm. tell couples. I used to tell them to have it on Sunday night, <clears throat> but now I was like, Mm-mm, let's try Sunday morning. By Sunday night, you're tired. You're already looking at the next of the week. So let's do it on Sunday morning. Wake up slow. You're no hurry. Um, and just give yourselves the prescription is an hour.
2: Mm-hmm. doesn't
0: have to take an hour. It could take less than an hour, but should not take more than an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there are four parts. So this is a meeting you're going to have on Sunday morning. There's four parts maximum of one hour. Okay. Part number one is What did we get right last week?
1: Mm, I love that.
0: So we're going to sit there and we're going to reflect on the things that we did really well. We threw a great party. I'm really proud of the way we parented. Um, We got out and ran together. Like that was really, I'm proud of us for doing that. And just reflecting on like the, the good mojo. We're good at this.
1: Okay. What's the purpose of that? Why are you starting off with reflecting on what we did well? And I noticed that you said we, as opposed to what I did well, because I'll toot my horn all day long, but it's harder for me to think about what we as a couple did well.
0: Let me say part two and then I'll answer your question. Part two is, um, I want to specifically call out, celebrate, thank, praise, lift you up my partner. So you're
1: going to do that for me.
0: Yeah. So like, part number one is what did we get right last week? Okay. We just did that, you know? And then part number two is, Oh, Hey, by the way, Laura, I saw you uh, hustling on your bike. Like that was really cool. And also really great the way that you parented Holden in that one, like really sketchy setting. And also the lasagna you made was like on point, nice job. Like just really like, I want to, I want you to know Mm -hmm. that I saw Mm -hmm. you, I see you, I Mm -hmm. praise you. I'm grateful for you. I've, I, I, I'm, I'm, you're good at this. Okay, You're good at this. And I want you to know that I I think that you're good at this.
1: Got it. You so, don't even need to answer the question now. I get it.
0: Well, four part meeting, right? Four part meeting, the first half, two of the four parts are exclusively positive. We okay. are just filling up the, the emotional bank account. We are just saying, Hey, we're putting equity in, in the tank. We're leveraging our investment advice. And we are reminding each other that there is a lot of good here in this space, in this place.
1: Okay. Um, Pause for a second, because I want to talk about why this is so powerful. Yeah. I know that at the end of the week, I'm going to have to come to this meeting and I'm going to have to reflect on all the positive things that we got right. And then I'm Mm -hmm. going to have to toot your horn. And Mm -hmm. last week you had nine examples of how great I am. So I'm going to need to have 10 examples of how great you are. Mm -hmm. Just in my mind, that's how I'm thinking. I'm going to be so much more aware of the positive things that are happening in our lives all throughout the week, because Mm -hmm. I subconsciously, I know that this is coming. So Mm -hmm. I love having this ritual at the end of the week where you are about to fire hose your partner with so much positivity Mm -hmm. that I'm in preparation.
0: Yeah. The only thing I would say is obviously it's not a contest. No, it's not a contest to see who can out, but, but sure. If you're going to have a contest, let's see who can have an out compliment the other one contest instead of an out beef air your beef with the other one contest what you don't want is to set up a situation where it's like well I gave you nine things and you only gave me two things Mm -hmm. you know so this the first half has to be in a spirit of like generosity creativity fun like Mm -hmm. let's like what do we do let's remind let's pat ourselves on the back let's pump ourselves up Mm -hmm. let's pump each other up because Mm -hmm. I am more and more and more convinced that that the secret to a healthy relationship is protecting the ambient tone of the relationship, like just yeah, the
1: word of like the just, day the, today.
0: just the regular daily experience of being near you is okay. positive yeah. because that changes everything. Okay. Um. So so we've done this meeting. We've done half of it. It's positive. By the way, I thought you were going to say this, which is also true. Is if I have a weekly family meeting set up. Mm-hmm. And the weekly family meeting is designed to solve problems and air grievances. I'm, I'm not, not showing show up to that up. meeting.
1: Mm-mm. I'm staying no. in bed. Yeah.
0: Sunday morning. Oh, I forgot. Or, oh, I think, I, oh, sorry. My running group is going like ah, uh, bummer. <laughs> like that's what I would do. Yeah. But if I'm like, okay, here we go. Like I'm getting my kudos. Yeah. Um, so really want to emphasize that as like an important first half of this mm-hmm. meeting. Part three is the part where you kind of air the issue. Like what's the elephant in the room? Is there, is there an issue that we need to revisit? Is there a repair that needs to be made? Is there an apology that needs to be made? Um, because there's just something that's lingering that's that's not quite working. Now
1: mm-hmm.
0: there are a few things about this. Number one, if I get to part three and my bank account is really, really full because of part one and part two, right? I I'm not, I'm not gonna be as defensive as I might otherwise be period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, if something happens on a Tuesday and it bugs me, but I know for sure that I get to talk about it on Sunday, I might forget about it by Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. But if something happens on a Tuesday and I don't know when I'm going to get to talk about it or what it's going to, I'll hang on to it forever, maybe years.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, because I, you, I, we never talked about it. And mm-hmm. so I think having a spot in your regular flow a ritual where Mm -hmm. you can connect the dots around something that's negative or that needs repair. Let's do it on Sunday morning after we've filled one another up. Like I just think it's a no brainer.
1: What I really love about this too is that it's um, I have a lot of conflict avoidant couples in my practice right now Mm -hmm. where conflict is just not a safe place. Mm -hmm. No matter, it it just has never been a safe place. Mm -hmm. And what I appreciate is having a time when you know we're going to be able to talk about a, a missed bid for connection, or mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to talk about the fact that you didn't touch me at all this mm-hmm. week. And that made mm-hmm. me really sad. And I felt lonely. And if I know that that's going to happen on Sunday morning, I'm going to be mentally preparing all week long if I'm conflict avoidant. Mm-hmm. If you're Laura Heck, you just open your mouth and it all just spews out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but a lot of people are not Laura Heck. And it takes time to process feelings, to be able to pump yourself up sort of internally and say, you need to talk about this with your partner. It is a safe place that they have created for you. They are interested in making a difference. They want to hear what's going on so they can make it better. And I just, I really appreciate having that time and space set so that there's no surprises.
0: Mm -hmm. So, so plot twist, Mm -hmm. this is, um, this is a way that I teach this too, which is kind of to your point, like, I think that part three goes better. If you show up like ready and willing to be the repairer, not the mm. complaint bringer. But if I'm the one, if I know you well enough, cause I know your love languages, I know our relationship and I know that physical touch is important to you. And I know mm-hmm. that I missed bids to connect with you. Pl- part three goes best. If I go, Hey Laura, I know that I missed a couple bids this week. I yeah. know that you were reaching out to me and I, I dropped the ball and I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. That is going to go better for us than if you go, well, Ryan, you didn't do this thing again. Like, I think the, I think we need to be on the like prime having primed the pump to say, I know I dropped the ball. Did I miss anything? Mm-hmm. Do I need to correct anything? Do I need to repair?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not okay. Now I've got my list. Yeah. Yeah. On Thursday you did this. And on Tuesday you did this. I'm ready
1: and, to, I'm ready to take. So I to- think,
0: I think it's, again, it's, the, it's the ambient tone of getting to part three. It's not, it's not the time when you, when you unload it, it's the time when you like come with generosity and creativity and say, Can I, can I be, can I take the lead here and, and trying to fix the thing that's broken? Hmm. I, I invite clients to that all the time because I think it's just, again, setting yourselves up for success in advance.
1: It's interesting because I think what you're doing is you're, you're saying in this conversation, I want you to come with the spirit of out, uh, thanking your partner out, appreciating your partner, um, out just praising your partner. And I also want you to come ready to out repair your partner. It's totally. like, if you want to have a competition with one another yeah, <laughs> or, you know, outdo your partner, those are the ways in which I want you to be in the mindset prepared for this conversation, well, which th- by the way, yeah. is why yeah. I appreciate this is that it is preparedness. You're not just, you said, mm-hmm. this is one of the five conversations that we have on purpose, mm-hmm. We put it on the calendar and we know the purpose of what we are doing and how it goes, the blueprint of how it rolls out. Mm-hmm. Love that.
0: I'll say this to Like, um, Sometimes I'll role model this in my head. I'll be like, what if you got into this kind of conversation, which just go, Hey babe, I'm really sorry. I'm late. I know it's important for you to be on time. And you go, Oh my gosh, no, I'm sorry that I didn't call you and give you a heads up that we okay. needed to leave the house as fast as we did. Well, of course you didn't. Cause you were so t- caught up, like g- getting everything ready to go and making dinner and handling, like, I think I'm sorry that I wasn't more helpful. Well, of course you weren't more helpful. You had to work, you know, like, where does that
1: end? I don't know, but I hear that and it makes me want to vomit because there's no, it only happens in sitcoms, what you just played out. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's not going to keep going, keep going, keep going. But you might have that type of conversation where, you know, you go back and forth maybe once or twice and that's about it. But I mean, I, I'm like, "Uh, in the real world, how often do people really talk like that though?
0: Not often enough because I think again, if we, if we tried to sort of acquiesce more, what you do is you do run out of steam. You go, oh, well, I'm glad we're doing it together. Or yeah, thanks. think really appreciate it. Okay, cool. Let's do the next thing. If you okay. go the opposite direction, well, babe, well, you were late again. Why were you late? Well, because I had to do this other thing. Well, but I was doing this other thing. And then how does that end? It mm-hmm. ends the ground. It ends in the ground. We're stomping it down. We're twisting it. And it's just no good. And I think mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, if you're going to have a contest, have the contest to see how you can, how you can elevate the conversation, not drive it into the ground. Okay. Because got a lot farther to go above you than you do below you, you
1: mm-hmm. know? Oh, wow. I like that.
0: And then we, you know, we park that. And incidentally, um, one of the things you may need to do in that third part is aftermath of a fight, which you just learned about in the workshop mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then we get to part four and part four is pretty simple. It's um, Hey, what's coming up this week. How do I, how do I love you? Like, what do you need from me this mm-hmm. week, this next seven days, Mm-hmm. Um, how can I show up for you? Yeah. Oh, well, I actually got a really long run on Saturday. I'm going to be exhausted. It would be great if you took care of the kid. And also like, I would love some lasagna, you know, <laughs> like you then he knows that's that's investment advice. This is yeah. how I'm going to tee you up. Yeah. Um, or I've got a really, you know, I've got a meeting on Thursday night. I'm going to be a bear, uh, on Wednesday all day preparing. I'll probably be just cut me some slack on Wednesday. Like that would be really helpful. Yeah. Oh, now we know. <laughs> I taught this to a couple once, and, uh, this gal, Tammy, she said it was her turn and she goes, okay, what I need from you is that you change your entire personality. So you don't upset me in any way for the next seven days. Then I was like, mm, that's not how it works. This is the time to be specific as specific as possible yeah. about yeah what's coming up that you need.
1: And then what I would do with couples is this is all well and fine when in conversation, when you're talking and your partner gives you a really specific thing and they say, Hey, Saturday is going to, I have this long run. I really blah, blah, blah. And this is what I need from you. What do you do then to, remember it. I mean, that's totally. the piece yeah. that I find. Remembering like, is a big part of it. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you how many, I mean, what we're doing is trust building. It's great that you showed up to this conversation, but your partner just gave you an action item yeah. and you need to find a way to be able to take that action item and actually make it come to fruition. Otherwise you are losing trust in that relationship. So if you come and you have your calendar in front of you, you put it in your Google map, you set a reminder, well, don't, Google map, in your <laughs> Google calendar, whatever it is, like remind yourself to, Do the thing that your partner asked for, so that you can actually continue to build trust.
0: Totally, and and you know, of course, the way that that ultimately will play is now it's next Sunday. What did we get right last week?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, we really handled that bear of a meeting really well, or like we crushed Saturday with the long run and da da da. And your lasagna was amazing, and thank you so much for cutting me slack for. And now we're just building. I I'll go like this with my fingers where I'll make a little chain with my fingers and say, I are building a chain around the relationship to protect it. You're, you're linking week over week. This is the thing that we're doing that we're flowing. Yeah. And that that is something that is, um, designed to protect the relationship from external stress. Yeah. Preserve the ambient energy inside the, of, of this, this, this situation and really set you up for success when things really do get hard.
1: Yeah. I'm pulling my phone out because I'm looking up ambient, uh, the way that you're using it today, I'm like, I don't know if I love that ambient.
0: Mm, yeah, you don't have to. What do
1: you, I mean, can you explain when you say ambient energy? I mean, like just what like the, mean the, the, like so the ambient warm?
0: noise is just the present noise. It's just the noise okay. that's present in your, in your world. It's the dog that barks. It's the air conditioner that runs. It's the, it's the TV that maybe is on or the music that you play in your house, but not too loud. Um, it's just the tone. It's the, it's the setting. And, and if the tone is, if the ambient tone is one of positivity and health and just peace and gentleness overall, it changes every single thing.
1: Um, if the ambient
0: tone is harsher or more stressed out or just, you know, disconnected, Mm -hmm. then little things are going to like set you off. And that is, I just think when people talk to me, come in and they go, Oh, he always does this. And I'm like, cool. But if he always did that in a, in the, in the context of friendship and care and playfulness, you wouldn't care. But if he always does this in the context of like defensiveness and protectiveness and against stress, hmm. it's going to be, it's, it has that much more power. So I'm like, how do we get behind the, behind it, behind the event? Or the incident? So I don't know. I feel like I really just wanted to download that. I've been wanting to do it for a while. I was reminded after this weekend I feel like maybe it is a good commercial for like, if you want to learn about stress reduction or aftermath or dreams within or compromise, like we can do that in a more formal setting. But for now, here's a tool that I can tell you that when couples use it, they report that it's very, very helpful to them.
1: Can I, I will add my two cents, which is it's a great tool, but it, I mean, I think you can augment it. So as you're listening to this, you're like, okay, there's four parts, Always. right? I've Always. got these four parts, but what is it going? W- let's see here. Number one, like how, how are we going to make it successful in our relationship? So I'm gung ho because I'm listening to this podcast. I love everything that Zach and Laura talk about. I read all the books. So I know I'm down to have the, uh, uh, state of the union conversation. How do I get my partner into it? So Uh I'm always like dangle a carrot. What is going to loop your partner in? Why are they going to buy in to having this conversation? And like what you said is, if the carrot that you're dangling is, hey, um, come have this conversation with me. We can share a glass of wine by the fire. Oh, I like, I like Uh sitting by the fire with a glass of wine. That sounds nice. And you want to talk? Great. So Make it something that you enjoy. If you enjoy going for walks through the woods, then every Sunday morning, go through a walk through the woods with your dogs and have this Mm -hmm. conversation. So that's one piece. The other one is what is the thing in your relationship that you're really trying to track? Because this is a a great space for you to be able to say, we need to move the needle when it comes to our finances. So can we we have a financial conversation that just, you know, touches base on how did we do last week when it came to our finances? How are we doing next week? How can we continue to protect our relationship and our goals around finances? So if there's Mm -hmm. something specific that you're chasing, I would say you can add that into this conversation. And the other piece is cut it off at an hour. And if an Mm -hmm. hour is too long for you, if your partner is like snoring and rolling their eyes and frothing at the mouth after an hour, then Mm -hmm. say, let's just do it for 30 minutes. And that's good enough. So those are my tips. I think
0: too, if you understand the spirit of it, if you understand the spirit of it, you can do it in five minutes. Yeah. Like if you understand kind of the heart of what it is, then you can do it very, very quickly because it's about loading up the emotional bank account, Mm -hmm. repairing and setting yourselves up for what's coming down the pike, like you don't have to drag that out. But I think if you're gonna drag any of it out, drag the first half out.
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: I mean, why not? I agree. I have a couple. They're um, they're Jewish, and they have this meeting on Fridays, and they call it their Shabbat trot. <laughs> they go on a walk, and they t- they have it on their Shabbat trot. I love so that. You can put it anywhere you want.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, this was great. And we can recommend this episode to folks if they're like, oh man, I'm just like really wanting to figure out something that we can do to connect on a weekly basis. And you know, what's funny is, you know, I work with my Utah clients. They have, and I don't, I I think it's called like the marriage meeting, um, where it's sort of built into their faith structure, the LDS Mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. Um, is to have this like meeting between partners on a weekly basis and so introducing this concept into yeah. it's really neat cuz it's like yeah they've already got that built into their faith structure so Well
0: I think it's back to what we said at the top conversation goes better when we know what we're talking about and why
1: Yeah, yeah. are
0: we talking about stress reduction that means we're not solving any problems Right are we talking about repair that means we're not we're not we're not arguing are we talking about you know just reviewing and setting up, then let's do that on purpose. Like, I think all of that just changes the nature and makes it more efficient. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right. Thanks for letting me vent about that because I needed to get it out you of my need body. To get it out. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know what's happening next week. You know what? I'm probably going to be mm. running around in the snow. It's- with very there you tan go. skin
0: there you go. <laughs> that's what I'm going to yeah. be doing good for you, yeah all right.
1: I, I hit all the three things, running, snow tan skin, there you go yeah. okay, well let's land this plane, adios Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. So Zach did a sweet little thing. Uh, he he actually offered up and said, if you're interested in knowing more about this, we cover all of this in the workshop. That's very true. We cover all of those conversations in our Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work workshop. We have one coming up. It's on May 12th and 13th. So May 12th is a Friday. We'll be seeing you on a Friday evening for a few hours. And then you can go and it's, it kind of feels like a little bit like a date. We're really kind of building up that friendship, that emotional balance account on Friday evening and then most of the day on Saturday we're going to be digging into a lot of the communication and a lot of the conflict management as well as thinking about your future and how you can align specifically around your goals and your roles um, in your partnership so we would love for you to join us. We have limited space available for our couples for that weekend intensive. It's on May 12th and 13th. You can find information on it by going to marriage therapy and you'll see it right there on the right hand side of our page. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday.